Welcome to another episode of Hitchhiker's Guide to IT Podcast, brought to you by Device42. On this show, we explore the ins and outs of modern IT management and the infinite expanse of its universe. Whether you're an expert in the data center or cloud, or just someone interested in the latest trends in IT technology, the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT is your go-to source for all things IT. So buckle up and get ready to explore the ever-changing landscape of modern IT management. Hello and welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT, a podcast brought to you by Device42. This is a very special two-parter. This is the second part of an episode that we are talking about artificial intelligence in the future. And there is so much to cover that we had to split it into two parts because it's just such a big topic. And it really is just affecting all of us personally and professionally. And if you don't think that at this point, trust me, you will after you hear the rest of the conversation. Of course, we have a special guest. Elzar Simon is the author of AI Hacked and AI Hacked 2. He's also Senior IT Director for Global Infrastructure at NYU. He started us off on a great conversation talking about how AI is different than other technology, and then how does it work? What are the capabilities? So I want to continue that conversation and let you hear the rest of what he had to say on this topic. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. So let's dive right back in. Elzar Simon talking about artificial intelligence and the future. You know, I, I touched on talking about Indiana Jones, but, you know, it reminds you, and that's not necessarily, you know, sci-fi that we think of, you know, the, the futuristic sci-fi movies, more of the, the ancient languages that I'm thinking about AI possibly being able to crack, but it really does remind you of a movie coming to life. Art, this is now art imitating life because we are seeing this in the real world. So it's it's really, you're, you're awestruck to hear about these things, but in the same token, it's a little scary and there are a lot of questions that a lot of people have right now, myself included, that, you know, how does this all kind of pan out? So we're going to look at both sides because there are definitely benefits. And then, of course, there are some challenges, we will call them. So let's let's start with the positive. Let's talk about the benefits, personal or professional, that really can be seen as a result of using artificial intelligence. Right. So let's start with uh, applications of AI at home. So we now have intelligent home devices that can connect to our television set, our security systems, doorbells, and even our appliances. They can give us an alert if someone is in front of our house or if the door of the refrigerator is left open or even take orders like set the volume of my television set to five or control the, the volume of the music that, that you're listening to. Now, major appliances, major appliance companies, I should say, are also racing to develop what we call household robots that can help clean the floor, cook meals, wash the dishes, wash dirty clothes, entertain the kids, and even take care of the elderly. Where do so I, I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I would I was, like to be in that test group, Elzar. I'm just going to put that out there. 
certainly i i was about to say that i think a lot of people can't wait to have one of those uh, household robots yeah. yeah right there and 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 robotics is uh you know one of these uh leading uh subfields in ai that's that's quite interesting you know talking about sci-fi movies right and uh there are now robots used to perform uh work in uh you know um, even dangerous uh um, you know, jobs like welding, painting, production or assembly line activities, warehousing activities, perimeter surveillance, anti-terrorism, firefighting, handling of hazardous materials, and many more, right? Um, and, um, you know, talking about the benefits, uh, robots were even used to uh, deliver food uh, and medicines to patients uh, during the pandemic. The hotel industry itself is using robots to deliver room service, handle luggage of, of hotel guests. Restaurants, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen some of those restaurants now use robots to deliver food to uh, customers who are dining in, right? And uh, and and many more, which which I will discuss, uh, you know, uh, later. But how how can AI help us professionally? So we talked about household, right? Uh, how about how about professional, um, you know, uh, things that relate to, to your profession. Well, AI can help generate uh, a cover letter if you're, you know, out for, 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 you know, looking for a job. It can assist you in writing your resume, help you write an essay or a term paper. If you're a businessman, suggest business ideas, write a business plan, write position descriptions, and many more. AI can help you with your meetings, take meeting notes, even schedule follow-up calls and send the invites based on the context of your conversations during the meeting. AI can pick it up and say, do you want me to set up a meeting with so-and-so? If you have some artistic talents and you want to uh, you know, enhance or pursue them, AI can actually help you uh, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, write short stories, poems, compose music, or even create art. By the way, talking about art, the first AI-generated painting titled Portrait of Edmund de Bellamy was sold for, listen to this, $432,500 in a Christie's auction in 2018. AI-generated painting. As for music, it's quite interesting to note that no less than Paul McCartney himself recently announced that the final album of the Beatles will use AI to recreate or regenerate the voice of John Lennon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is unbelievable. It's phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, this is just kind of mind-blowing, you know, and and I know that there are, are so many areas here to touch on, but specifically, I know that you have knowledge um, of a few areas that I'd like to kind of bring out um, in particular. First of all, trucking, because 
during the pandemic, I, you know, we all stopped, the world stopped as we know it. And we were left with not only shortages with businesses unable to open, but, you know, truckers, if you have not realized this yet, basically everything that we're wearing and that we're eating and that we're touching and that we're using appliance wise, if it wasn't for a truck driver at some point getting that to us, we wouldn't have it. So can you talk about how AI specifically plays into that? Because I think this is really interesting. That's that's a, actually a very, that's quite brilliant, uh, qu uh, brilliant question, Michelle. In the transportation and logistics industry, AI is currently being used to develop what we call autonomous or self-driving cars, buses, trucks, and trains. Tesla, as we know, and Waymo, which is a company owned by Google, are the leaders in research and development of self-driving vehicles. Now, let's pause for a moment before I, I, I delve on, on the, the, the trucking industry. Imagine the benefits that elderly and disabled people will gain from self-driving vehicles in terms of mobility and also ease of transport in emergency situations. Right? As for autonomous trucks, as early as 2016, right? 2016, a group of six leading European truck manufacturers successfully tested six self-driving trucks that left factories in Sweden and Germany and arrived safely in the port of Rotterdam. 2016. In the U.S., major truck manufacturers are also racing to produce self-driving trucks. Now, considering that we have 3.5 million truck drivers in the United States, why do we even bother to develop such a technology? Remember, 3.5 million truck drivers. This is the reason. The group of American trucking associations reported in 2022 that there was a shortage of close to 80,000 truck drivers in the United States and will likely double by 2031. Now, why do we even have a shortage of truck drivers? I thought you said, Elzar, that there are 3.5 million truck drivers, and now you're saying there's a shortage. This is the reason. Young people nowadays prefer to spend time with their friends and family and not be on the road for many hours or days. Gone are the days when people say, my grandfather was a truck driver, my father was a truck driver. I am a truck driver. I will raise my son or my children to be truck drivers and their children as well. Gone are those days, right? Now, this is important to note, as, as you pointed out earlier, the trucking industry is crucial 
to the U.S. economy or any nation's economy for that matter. Because trucks carry containers from the seaport to warehouses, to dealers, to stores, and even residential areas. Without truck drivers, the entire U.S. economy or any nation's economy will be crippled. How will our containers move from the ports to their intended destinations without the truck drivers? No way. Yeah. And it's it's amazing, not only there too, and I kind of want to flip things over because we're talking about benefits of not only personally, which we talked about some of those home things that are in the works, which I can't wait to see, but professionally, how it really is, or is changing our lives. So let's on the flip side, look at some of the challenges or maybe pitfalls with artificial intelligence, because, you know, the good news is, yeah, that's great. You mentioned trucking and uh, it's hard to find employees for a lot of businesses post pandemic and, and people are just changing and they're shifting their priorities, which is one of the biggest reasons for that. So it's filling that void that we've seen there. But there's also a downside where it may take some of these jobs. We're looking at a writer's strike right now in Hollywood, and one of the contingencies is actually securing that artificial intelligence won't be responsible for taking some of the jobs that were normally given to people, to humans, who are writing these scripts for shows and movies. So can you talk about kind of the downside? And you don't want to make people fearful. But at the same time, we do have to take into consideration there are some things that uh, we should be cautious or maybe educated about when it comes to artificial intelligence. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's prudent for us to not only look at the benefits, but also the possible pitfalls that AI might, might present. So if I were to group the concerns raised by people on AI... I, I would group them as follows. One, jobs. Number two, bad actors. Number three, potential decline in learning and creative skills. Okay, so let's talk about jobs. <clears throat> I mentioned earlier the need for self-driving trucks in order to keep the U.S. economy going. The downside of that, of course, is once we have a mature technology that will um, make our, our trucks uh, autonomous. The potential loss of jobs is to the tune of about 3.5 million truck drivers, as I mentioned earlier, and also the future truck drivers. That, that job for human beings will be eliminated. They have to gain another type of skill, right? And, and look for another industry. Now, let's talk about, the, so those are just trucks, 3.5 million. As for self-driving taxi cabs, there are about 1 million Uber taxi drivers in the United States alone. And Lyft says they have about 2 million registered drivers. Uh, you know, people can argue that some drivers may be 
you know, registered in both, um, you know, Uber and, and Lyft. But just the same, we are talking of, you know, job loss in the millions. We're not talking of just a few hundreds, right? In 2019, Oxford Economics released a prediction that by 2030, 20 million manufacturing jobs will be displaced by robots with 14 with 14 million manufacturing jobs lost in China alone. Now, China is one of the largest or the leading manufacturers of robots today. Okay. Now, going forward on March 31st, 2023, that's just recently, Forbes released an article titled Goldman Sachs predicts 300 million jobs will be lost or degraded by AI. 300 million jobs will be lost or degraded by AI. That's, that's a massive, absolutely. AI writers, right, have been talking about this. Um, you know, again, just, just to follow through, in a recent interview with Bloomberg, IBM's CEO, Arvind Krishna, said that he sees about 7,800 positions in IBM getting replaced by AI and automation in the next five years. And that's just IBM. And as I said earlier, AI writers have been, you know, talking about this for, for many years. What will happen if there's a massive loss of, of, of jobs? This is what may happen. Governments will have to one day give out what we call universal basic income or UBI to its citizens just to keep the economy going. You see, Michelle, robots do not get salaries and wages and, and benefits. What, what does that mean? They do not spend for food, for clothes, for entertainment, for vacations, for travel, for housing, for transportation. Those human activities that spur growth in our economy. The robots will just continue to work, but they will not spend to keep the economy growing. And that's the reason why AI writers for many years now are speculating that one day governments will give out universal basic income to its citizens. It's a far cry from the 80s, right? <laughs> when we saw the boom of everybody spending. Uh, I am kind of mind boggled right now because there's so much information. We could talk for a few more hours and we wouldn't really even, you know, get through the tip of the iceberg with this. So let me close with this because 
benefits and challenges. And, and clearly there are both, and they're both big on both ends of the spectrum. So let's kind of wrap things up with this. What is your advice? Because here's the deal. We can ignore it, but it's not going to go away. So it's one of those things where if we don't embrace the idea that this is at least happening, we're going to be lost and the world is going to continue to move on without us. And we're really going to be left in the dark. So what is your advice? You know, once again, we don't want to be fearful because it's very exciting to see how things can be made better through artificial intelligence. But what would you personally say to people? What's the main kind of takeaway here that people can, can walk away from this, you know, crazy kind of conversation, which I can't even believe we're having because it really does seem like a movie, but what would your final thoughts be for them? Yeah, Michelle, let me, let me address uh, our, our viewers here. Uh, that in the final analysis, whatever turn the future may take, the responsibility rests on each and every one of us to prepare ourselves and the next generation as well. The future will not be status quo. It will not be business as usual. Whatever formula of success that worked in the last three decades may not necessarily be applicable in the next 30 years. It is imperative for us to be watchful thoughtful on developments in AI, robotics, and automation in order to properly navigate the future, this major shift that is about to happen in the next two or three decades. Now, in closing, let me read to you an excerpt from my book titled AI Hacked 2, Reimagine the Future, distributed worldwide by, by Amazon. Throughout the history of mankind, success favored the ones who were ahead of their time. The thought leaders, the visionaries, the pioneers, the explorers, the founders, the inventors, the originals, the prime movers, the change agents, the early adopters. They who had the unique ability to reimagine the future. We covered so much territory, Elzar. I can't thank you enough for being here because it's it's such a big topic. And I have a feeling we are going to be seeing each other again because I feel like we may need an additional podcast or two to cover everything. And that still won't have us covering everything. But I love hearing what you have to say about this. And it is something that is not going to go away if we ignore it once again. So we really have to embrace what's happening here. So really appreciate your time. Elzar Simon is the author, once again, of AI Hacked and AI Hacked 2, also a senior IT director for global infrastructure at NYU. Elzar, thank you for being with us today. And wrapping up, this is a part two of this episode because there's just so much to talk about. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here today. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. 
And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT. This is a special two-parter for this episode, talking about the future and artificial intelligence. And you can see why we had to split it up because there's just so much information. So we hope you enjoyed this conversation. Of course, you can visit device42.com for more engaging conversations and be sure to subscribe to this podcast to hear more of the podcast episodes. Thank you once again. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and we hope to see you on another podcast soon. 